I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we the first just... one <laughs> we was start with... obviously <laughs> it's going to be... The girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gang thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. And I am James. And we are your sexy, swinging lifestyle hosts. We host our weekly show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about consensual non-monogamy. We made a decision that we did not want to fit the societal norm when it came to relationships, dating, and sex. We wanted to open things up. So that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy and have never looked back. If you're looking for more after the show, be sure to get social with us. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted and we share all kinds of information on our story and feed. You can also find us on Twitter at sxuninterrupted and Facebook by searching us up at, you guessed it, Sex Uninterrupted. Or you can go to our website, sexinterrupted.com. <laughs> that too. And then the smoke show. This week, we are smoking a strain called Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner might be the best known as the alter ego of the comic book hero, the Incredible Hulk. But maybe he wouldn't be as... <laughs> but maybe he... <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little high, folks. But maybe he wouldn't be such a stressed-out ball of anger if he'd just taken his namesake strain. The green monster also has hidden strengths and features dense nugs that pack a powerful, very high THC content. It's a powerful strain whose effects come on quickly and strong and then <laughs> tend to settle into a euphoric and creative buzz. The effects of this strain are most evident and linger mostly in the head. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but it may also provide body relaxation that may take up approximate daytime bud for some. It's an appropriate daytime bud for some. This week, we are celebrating two huge milestones in our lives. This is our one-year anniversary of our show being on the air, which means we have recorded 51-hour shows total with over 60 guests. We wouldn't have been able to do this without the support of our Patreons, sponsors, and listeners, and we are so very grateful for everything you do. Not only is this our one-year show, we also recently got engaged. <laughs> this week, we want to open up and share about one of the most intimate moments of our lives with our listeners to celebrate. First, we plan on sharing what our engagement was like. Next, we discuss an article we found titled Five Things You Learn As Soon As You Get Engaged. And to end, we will be answering some juicy questions from our Instagram followers. Now a quick word from our sponsors. This year at Naughty and Nolan's 2019, we had an emotional moment when we were crowned king and queen of the event. NIN is one of our favorite events, and it was an honor to be involved and recognized in the community. Next year, we will be returning to hand off our crowns, and we want you to join. Come to Nadia Narlands with us July 8th to 12th, 2020, and see why we keep coming back every year. Plus, when you get tickets through us, we will send you a personal thank you email and add you to our NIN mailing list and help you prepare for NIN 2020. Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash naughty to book today. We want to say that we know it can sometimes feel lonely navigating this world of open relationships. We know that it can be difficult to find people to talk with. 
We know because we've been through it. And although we certainly are not therapists or licensed psychologists, we know that sometimes all you need is just somebody to talk to. We've helped hundreds of people on their journey with non-monogamy and are passionate about helping thousands more. We offer private coaching to anyone interested in opening up their relationship and reach out to us for multiple reasons. It could be that they're struggling to get out to a club and are looking for a little extra encouragement, or they may not know how to go about discussing their fantasies and desires with their partner. Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash book online to schedule your free 10-minute one-on-one session today. Welcome back. This is our first segment, and we're going to be talking about our engagement. Yeah. So technically, she's my fiancé now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still learning all these terms and everything. Yes, this is all new to us because this is our first time. Yeah, this is, yeah, it was actually. It's pretty special. And yeah, James did a really good job of setting it up and making it special. It definitely took some time to get there. We've been together for six years now. Six years, November, I think. Yeah, six years in November. So. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I know a lot of people are curious to know what happened and what um, James planned for me because I did share a little snippet video on some of the social media platforms of what went on. And but there was a little bit more build up to the video that you showed. Oh, no! But I didn't share that right on social media. Exactly. No, I didn't share any of the build up because I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So. Um, we had had many of opportunities. I, I guess not we, I have had many opportunities in this last probably 12 months, um, of opportunities where I could have asked Tara to marry me. Um, they've been very good opportunities. They've been in very good locations and like traveling, traveling a lot. a lot and just great destinations and places that are close to our heart. Anyways, I hadn't done it. Um, due to the fact that I didn't have a ring. And that wasn't necessarily the main reason. Um, I wanted it to be really special. And I never thought that the areas that we were in were just special enough for the love that I have for you. Oh. Anyway. Is that for real or is that to try and devote or divert the attention that you didn't do it? That I did, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, I came up with this plan. And we had been talking about us getting married for a, a, a while. Mm-hmm. We had even almost planned the date before the wedding. Yeah, pretty much. Before I even asked. Yeah, we knew kind of what we wanted to do. Because we wanted to have a very non-traditional wedding. Yes, because we weren't technically non, not very traditional people. Yeah. But I was still like, oh, well, you have to actually pop the question. And this magic date that we have in our heads is drawing nearer and nearer. And not only that, it's going to require travel for most people. So we want to get them to plan ahead. Yeah. Like we want these people to be able to go. So like no pressure, but there is now a little bit of pressure. (laughs) And actually, like James pulled it together and really did something special for me and i i i thought it was gonna come like while we were traveling every trip we went on i was like yes he's gonna ask now and when he didn't i was actually pretty upset because i was like you had a wonderful opportunity we had so much fun like we have so many great memories you know that would have like been the best 
chance. And so when he didn't plan it on a trip, I was like, well, obviously he doesn't see it as special as, as I do. And I guess I was wrong. Well, this was also, for me, I've also come into this world and I, I, this, the, the, the married fiance sort of world, but I've come to realize throughout this whole experience, um, that it's not about me. It's not He's about me. maturing ladies and gentlemen. It's, I, and I never really, it was never really about me, but for me, um, and I don't mean any offense to this to people who are married or not married or whatever, because we plan to get married, but uh, marriage doesn't really mean anything to me. I've already made the choice who I want to spend the rest of my life with. So throughout this whole process, I've realized that marriage means more to Tar than it does to me. So I'm willing to give you that because it doesn't hurt me tomorrow doesn't hurt me the day after so yeah like asking, nothing much changed nothing changed after right like, getting engaged like like will there'll some things change but it's not like huge drastic life altering differences exactly it's just funny things exactly that's what we're gonna get to we'll get to those but so anyways i came up with this idea um actually during an, an argument And so then this, then I decided, okay, I'm going to make this plan work. And so what I did, I started, and since I had already thought about doing Can it. Can I share it? Because I feel like you often share the story. Can I share the story for this one? Yes, but can I tell like the minutia starting point? Okay. Okay. So I had made this idea and I think all it took me to do was to tell somebody to just okay. do it. Yeah. So what I did was I literally on the drive to work um, one day, I called a friend and I said, Hey, I want to propose to Tara and I need your backyard. And cause I'd been in his backyard before and it was the house where we had had our first Ellis party. And he said, absolutely. Call my wife. So I called up the wife and I said, Hey, I, you know, can I use your backyard? And she was like, Oh my God. Yes. Anyways. So <laughs> we made the plan and I said, okay, I want to take her back through the history of kind of our relationship and meaningful places and things in the city. Let me describe those. Okay. Okay. And then, so, um, I had couldn't figure out this fifth spot and anyways, but then she had recommended that I get a limo. And I was like, that's a great idea. So getting help made like literally encouraged me to like plan more and do more. And asking do for help. Yeah. Asking for and help. And get excited too, I think. Well, because I people... think you saw it as like kind of like a daunting task. Yeah. I saw it as like. And this... they made it more fun. Yeah. It and became exciting. intricate and it became. Exciting. Like, yeah. And creative. Like... So basically what happened was we originally had planned to go on a float date with our unicorn friend and she was planning for this date night and she messaged me that morning and for those of you who don't know actually float tanks are like those pods that you go and you float in and you meditate for like an hour and you feel really good but it's a really relaxing night so this is what i was going into the evening thinking about but she messaged us saying that she screwed up the booking <laughs> and that 
we were going to be surprised by going out for dinner and that we had to get dressed up and be ready to go. I had her in on it, folks. Yeah, obviously. So I was like, okay, big, huge change of mental plan. I'm like, I guess I got to find like a dress. And I like texted her. I'm like, do I have to wear heels? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, well, that changes everything because I never fucking wear heels. So all the while I'm having to get ready now for this big night out, James is getting ready and he's pacing and he's he's acting like, you know, really helpful, like trying to help me find an outfit and shoes to wear. And and as as you guys knew, September, we did Sober September and it was the first weekend of September. And he's like, can I, do you, want, do you guys want to, do you want, do you want, should we have a drink? And I'm like, <laughs> um, babe, this is like the first weekend of September. I know you said one cheat night, but this isn't going to be it. And he was like, fine, whatever. I'm going to have a sparkling water instead. And he was dicking around in the fridge and I could hear him all the while while I'm doing my hair and makeup and stuff. And he's like, there's no limes. <clears throat> okay. So hold on. I didn't have an out. So I didn't have an out of the house because I had, I came home and I had to be home. For at, his plan. He needed to not be here. I needed to not be here. But I wasn't going to come home after work. But for some reason, somebody we had something at we had four, a coaching call. Yeah, a coaching call at four forty-five. At four forty-five on the day that I'm going to ask him to marry me, right? So I have to be in the house. I have to be out of the house by like five thirty. I figured this out because I have to get across the city to deliver what I had described as like a scavenger hunt. So what she had to go. I'm going to share all of this. Yeah, you're going to share the No, I'm going to share this part. Oh, anyways. But I'm going to tell you, like, I had to be out of the house by 5.30 to make the plan work. Okay. And the plan, which I'm going to describe, because this is what I got to experience, so I get to describe it. Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. So James had to get out of the house, and he saw the limes as the opportunity to do that. And so out James leaves and I continue to get ready. I didn't realize that during this time he took his clothes for the evening and his backpack and the GoPro and duct tape and everything else outside to the car because I had to get ready for this spectacular night out. And the roses were already in the car and I had to sneak <laughs> all that stuff out to the car while she was getting ready. You did well. Quietly. So, well, the dog didn't bark. Gosh. I the and the dog. blinds were closed. Like everything worked out for you. I didn't even notice. And I was so busy getting ready with my music that I think half an hour passed and the grocery store is just up the street. So finally I, I phoned you and I'm like, where are you? Like kind of concerned. And you're like, oh, traffic's really, really bad. And I'm like, how bad can it be? Like, did somebody die or something? And you're like, yeah, it's like really bad. I don't know what's going on, but there's there's a letter in the mail for you. You should check it out. And I literally hung up the phone, which is really odd. So of course I go check the letter and I read it and it tells Tara Rose that I am going on a scavenger hunt around the city to find five roses. Six. Six roses. Oh yeah, the sixth one was final. That's what I meant, but I'm going to six different spots to find roses of special things that were symbolic in our relationship. And? And I had to sit there for half an hour by myself afterwards, waiting for my 6.30 p.m. pickup. 
And you would get clues. And I would and I got my first clue and I was so nervous reading this, like and it said like film this while you read it, that I was like I, I couldn't even remember the name of the first place. So the first place was our first kiss. And you wrote like really nice stuff and gave me a hint and I knew where it was, so I Google mapped it in that half hour and also changed my outfit. Yeah, okay, folks, if you can do, and like, there's a comedian out there that has said this, and I couldn't, I didn't know what else to do. I couldn't, like, I couldn't, like, I was, you, you had know, to I, leave. Was, I was darting all over the city, so I literally wasn't coming back home. So when I, right before I left, I put that letter in, into the mailbox. Because yeah. I didn't get to do it before, and I left it in the car, and it was just something stupid. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So when she and then when she read the letter, she also called me back. She yeah, called me right away. Yeah, because I was like, "What is going on?" But and I also wanted to know if I had to lock up the dog, like if you were coming back to the house. But he didn't answer, so I just assumed I did. And then at six thirty p.m., a limo arrived, and I went into it and was off to our first destination, which was uh, my our first kiss. Yes. And awaiting us there, or awaiting me, was um, Independent Unicorn, Kristen. And she had my second clue, and it... And your first rose. And my first rose. And my my second clue was where we first had sex. So I knew where that was, and off we went to that. And on the building there was another rose. And the third clue was... And another letter. Another letter with yeah. the clue. And each letter had something really nice and thoughtful about each place. So I kept them all as keepsakes. Um, the third one was our favorite restaurant, which we used to always hang out at when you had your bachelor apartment because we were always together. So we went there and another girlfriend was there waiting for me with another rose and another clue. And I was in tears because I didn't know all these people were going to be involved. And that made it super special so the next clue was our favorite pizza joint so we went off to without papers if you guys visit calgary gotta check it out and in there was two more girlfriends oh my god and this is when the party started <laughs> because i knew by now what was kind of happening so the champagne got popped at that place too so all all five of us went back into the limo and the next clue was where we first met which we met at work. So we went to the first office that we met at. But tell the story. Of, so <laughs> I, we, we've moved offices since the first time when we first met. So our office has moved since then. I still work there. She doesn't. And so driving by, I was like, oh, we're driving by right now. We're missing it. And then I was really confused. And then I had a moment of like, oh, yes, the old office, which was really cute, brought back lots of feelings of when we first met and smoking out front when we used to smoke cigarettes together. So there was another rose on the front of the building and another clue. And then the last clue was to go to where our first lifestyle party was. So that's where James was waiting for me with the final rose. And you guys saw the rest. You saw the video of me walking in and him. And in the rose was the ring, the ring, my moonstone ring. It's a moonstone ring, but the, fucking crazy part about this whole thing was that i had to get this done in a day yeah because she looks at the credit card statements all the time yeah and so i couldn't 
like sneak it past her because she looks at the credit card bills. So how did I do it? I so the morning of she's like, I'm gonna do the budget today too. And I was like, oh, fuck. you were like, I really want to do it with you. And I'm like, wow, he's really like stepping up today. <laughs> He hasn't asked to do the budget again with me since, by the way, folks. <laughs> uh, but it, it was special and you did a really good job. I'm so happy that you had people involved because a big part of our life is our community and our friends and the people around us. And to have people surrounding us to make it that special meant a lot to me. So I'm happy well, that you recognized that for me. Well, and because when I, I honestly had a moment literally in the past where we were on stage accepting King and Queen. Mm -hmm. And I thought about doing it exactly in that moment. And I thought, you know, I there's like so many people there, but it wasn't like really close friends. And it just, you know, it just didn't feel right in that moment. So then I, I think that was when I realized... I wanted to bring friends involved and because for me, as I said, it didn't really mean much, but my, I took my feelings out of it and wanting to give you something, right? That Thanks, meant, boo -boo. that meant something I more. I love you. I love you too, baby. Okay. So I think. So that was our engagement story. Yeah, that was our engagement story. Um, we are, what are we going to do? Cut to a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about five things you'll learn as soon as you get engaged. It's actually kind of cute. So stay tuned. James came with me to my first ever laser hair removal appointment down there. And after he heard my yelps of pain from the waiting room, I knew there was no way to convince him to get his done too. I was literally in shock in the waiting room. And I said to myself, there's no way I'm letting that near my balls. But shaving was not doing it for me. It irritated my skin, his skin, and also could lead to micro tears on his skin surface, which was not safe for sexy play. After doing some searching, Tara found a new way for me to trim down there with Manscaped. Their lawnmower 2.0 has a skin safe technology, so it won't nick or snag down there, leaving manscaping accidents a thing of the past. Men, using a different razor for manscaping is so important. It eliminates your risk for transferring unwanted viruses and bacteria to your face while keeping you smooth and fresh. Manscaped with a D carries a variety of other products just for your balls. Their Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, which is great for sweaty dance floors, steamy playrooms, and being nude in tropical destinations. Do we have you intrigued? Check out Manscaped for yourself. Right now, they are offering 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping, plus a free travel bag, and all you have to do is use the code SEXUNINTERRUPTED with no spaces. Visit manscaped.com, that's manscaped with a D, dot com, and receive 20% off, free shipping, and a free travel bag with the code SEXUNINTERRUPTED, no spaces, and your balls will thank you. When we travel all over the world, we always play the game, Guess the Swinger. It's a fun way to kill time in airports or lineups, and we always get a good laugh. Recently, we found out a way to know if our guess was right or not. A black ring on the right hand ring finger. We had no idea about this until we talked to our friends at Partners ID Jewelry, and they hooked us up with our own set of black rings. If you want to be secretly known as a lifestyler and put your sexy vibes out there, we highly suggest getting a set of your own. Right now, you can save 10% with the code SU10 no spaces 
Visit sexuninterrupted.com slash lifestyle shop and get your own today. Isn't our audio sounding sexier than normal? Wondering why? It's thanks to our member-only community. We have a member-only Patreon account where we share all kinds of exclusive content and behind-the-scenes footage of ourselves. It's the only platform where we share the more intimate side of ourselves and are so happy to have it. Membership starts at only $5 a month and gives you access to our sexy blog, never-before-seen travel photos, a chance to join in on our monthly live stream smoke show, and more. Not only that, you are directly supporting us, which means we get to invest more into our biz and get things like a sexy new mics and hiring a videographer. Visit patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted and choose a membership tier today. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I'm James. I'm Tara, and this week we have a special episode for you guys. We are talking about the intimate moment of our lives, our engagement, and also celebrating our one-year anniversary of being on Voice America. Yeah, and a big shout-out to Voice America. Um, Thank you guys so much for hosting us on the platform this last year. It's been a big change to go to uh, what we were doing before, which was kind of willy-nilly, maybe once a month, maybe twice a month. Having to get shit done every week. Every week. And we did 50 episodes, and we were actually super proud of doing 50 episodes. Here's to 50 more. Cheers. Here's 50 more. We just pounded it in the studio. Um, So hopefully you guys come along with the ride for hopefully 50 more, and maybe another 50 after that, and another 50 after that. Just keep multiplying. Okay, so these five things you'll learn as soon as you get engaged is from, because obviously um, I've been doing lots of research about weddings. So I was on shefinds.com and this article was written by Jen Rice on April 9th. And they kind of all just made me laugh because we're going through all of this right now. So the first one is wedding planning is not always fun. And as soon as I started going online to start wedding planning, I was like, holy shit, this isn't fun. This is actually, there's a lot to do. (laughs) There's so much to fucking think about. And don't get me wrong. Like, that's where this is for me. I'm like. But to be honest, James, like we are pretty good at event planning. Yeah. So we do have that working in our favor. And I think that we think of a lot of things that most people overlook. And the fact that we're not having a very traditional wedding also makes it 10 times easier than a big, huge, bedazzled ceremony. Yes. And look forward to an episode coming up where we announce potentially where our wedding may be. Yeah. We are just potentially finalizing the details now. Okay. Point two, your dream wedding may be unrealistic, but that's okay. And I think we came to this realization. I mean, right now we are trying to grow this business. Um, Mostly we are surviving off of what you make at your vanilla job. And although we would love to have a wedding here for friends and family and have some huge ceremony, we're realizing that that's just unrealistic at this point. And to do what we can with what we got. Absolutely. And make the best out of it. And I think we are going to make the best out of it. And I think that the one thing that, like, it just wedding planning can be tough. So if you can, and like, I think that one of the next points kind of goes to the point of why wedding planning is so tough and why (laughs) eloping seems to be. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, like, the, 
the thing is like a lot of times weddings like are running around 20 to 30,000 for a wedding. Damn. Like and we are saving up to buy a house. We are trying to build this business. I mean, we have a lot of other things that we could just could put that money into right now. So we might just take a halt on having the party here. We shall see. We'll see. You guys will have to stay tuned, but we're we're definitely realizing that what we wanted was unrealistic and probably not going to happen but we're okay with that we're okay with that we are okay so point three not to be cliche but pinterest will be your new best friend it's been her best friend for a while though well not as much as lately yeah but now it's become that like it's crazy ever absorbing thing that just becomes it like wedding invitations Great ideas there. Save the dates. Save the dates. Website, like everything I'm finding on there. Oh my God. So yeah, as cliche as it sounds, I have been on Pinterest a little more than normal. And tips and advice too. There's lots of different things on there that like, I'm not on there, so I wouldn't really know, but I- I I show you stuff. She does show me a lot. I do. Okay, point four. Eloping will start to sound dreamy. Hmm. This might or might not be kind of what we are doing. Shh. <laughs> is, is there such a thing as like planned elopes? <laughs> well, I don't know if we're planning to elope. We had, as as we talked about in the last segment, um, we did talk about our wedding and where kind of what the scenery and set and setting we kind of wanted for our wedding and a date. So we had already kind of determined that stuff, right? And so it's not like we were still like planning on having something back home, but we did kind of, our initial thought was to bring the community together for our wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of eloping, but eloping does sound dreamy and I can understand why people do it. Well, because the planning of it's so hard back home and thinking about how many guests you have, like Jesus. Okay, the last one is it's your day and your day only, so focus on you, which I am also starting to realize that because people are getting upset and angry that, um, well, no, not really upset or angry, but they want it to be their way. Mostly family. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, you're going to do this type of wedding? And we're like, well, if we're going to spend money... Get back at us if you think that families start to control people's weddings. <laughs> yeah, let us know. I want to know. Is this a thing? Because I got to have a conversation with my mom soon. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Your day. Your day only. We're starting to realize that. We really are. It's like, like I, I keep going back to this point. It's not about me. But now it's about us. Now it's about us and our celebration and what we get to like plan together and share and you know bring the either the community the lifestyle community and maybe try to mix a little swirl in with the people that know and understand and you know the people that make it work like and, and that's the thing I just want to have this open like I want to have it so if you want to come you can come I'm excited for it me too but I just thought this was a kind of a cute article to share. And that was kind of a short segment, but our next one is quite lengthy because I asked Instagram what questions they had about our engagement. And we have a lot to go through. So 
We're going to cut to a quick commercial break, and when we get back, listen to these juicy questions. Travel, events, parties, and clubs are a huge part of the lifestyle. It's how you connect with the community, but sometimes it can be hard to find out what's going on, especially when you're traveling and don't know what's out there. That's where Cassidy comes in. If you're looking to attend club events, meetups, resort takeovers, hotel takeovers, you name it, Cassidy makes it so easy to search. We also like the fact that you can post your travel calendar or rendezvous so people can see if you're visiting their city or if they're feeling frisky. So go to Cassidy.com, K-A-S-I-D-I-E.com, and use the code A-Z-Sexy, A-Z-S-E-X-Y, for a free 30-day elite membership today. We are a busy couple. When we aren't working on a radio show, you can find us hosting events and travel in the world. Downtime and connection is important to us, and that's why we're so happy to have a high massager in our house. The high massager is a unique personal massager that can be used fully clothed. It helps men and women relax amazingly fast and has the power to give women some of the most intense orgasms ever. We love decompressing in the evenings with ours, and it gives us a deep and restful sleep that we need to keep our energy high. Want to get one of your own? We were able to hook our listeners up with $100 US off when you use the code SEXUNINTERRUPTED with no spaces at checkout. Go to sexuninterrupted.com slash sextoyshop to get yours today. We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our show sponsors make it all possible. We truly appreciate everything they do. If you're interested in having ad space on our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. We are flexible with our ad space options and confident your message will be heard. Again, email us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com for more information today. We look forward to working with you. And we're back, folks. <laughs> Welcome Thanks, to the James. Sex Uninterrupted show with Tara and James. Please don't look like that. Why? Because. Okay. I guess she doesn't like my face when it's I do It's not my, my fiancé face. My welcome back voice. <laughs> so welcome to our 50th show. Well, actually, this is the 51st because we had one replay. I don't even know. But this is the 50th one we've had to write, write and do work. Yes, for. 50th show that we have aired. So this is the radio show 50. And our engagement show. And we're going to cut straight to our IG questions. Because there's some good ones. Juicy. First one is long or short dress. Is that for you, James? I'm going to go with the long dress. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Actually, I'm going to go with shorts. And I'm going to give all my groomsmen uh, Cialis before the wedding. So they all have mega raging boners. Oh, my God. You're not doing that. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think I'm going to pick? Long or short? Long. Yeah, I'm going to pick a long. Most likely. Because it's going to get wet. From what? Squirt juice? Who knows? <laughs> okay, question two. At the, <laughs> at the wedding, how many people would raise their hands if asked if they slept with y'all? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see who we'll comes. We'll have to see who comes. Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. Ooh, but yeah, um, probably if we had a wedding back home, uh, there would be a, a lot of people. Yeah, if we had went home, but seeing as we're going to be going somewhere. But like a definition of a lot can mean a lot to a people, so we're going to leave that up to interpretation. And just yeah, say like is a lot like five or is a been. lot like 
50 percent i don't know or almost all i don't know who knows okay question three Ooh. when you two were younger did you ever expect this as your happily ever after no well, <laughs> not really i'm not your prince charming well, no, I didn't expect non-monogamy oh. simply because I didn't know. But what about being married or being engaged? Yeah, I, I definitely wanted like that for myself because that's what you're taught. Programmed. Yeah. So obviously as a little girl, that's what I wanted. What about you? I don't know. Did you want a I wife? Want- no, I, well, I watched my parents divorce at a little, a 10 or 11. I, I still, I've, I confuse that date. Um, but yeah, 10 or 11. And I, uh, so I don't know. I, I kind of grew up in a broken home. So it was like, you know, my mom bounced around from a few boyfriends until she met her current husband. So I don't know. It was just... Uh, uh, not really. I don't think so. I, again, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. And I, I want to be with you. I know. Right? That's how I feel about you. And I guess that's all I wanted. I just wanted to find somebody that I loved that deeply and who loved me that deeply in return. And regardless of it, what it looked like, it didn't really matter to me, to be honest. I wasn't You're- attached to like... A certain wedding or having certain things or whatever happened. I just wanted it to be special and feel special. Well, and you also wanted to love the person that you were getting married well, to. Well, duh, James. Well, hey, man, there's some people out there into forced marriages and I, I'm not down with it, but I'm just saying, you want to love the person. Yeah. And we took, a, I, like, we took six years, you know, and we were friends that fucked for year and a half before that so you know we've been almost together for almost eight years geez nearly yeah seven and a half so yeah i mean we know each other pretty well and that's what i wanted i didn't really want to jump into anything i mean i have had serious boyfriends and i've never been engaged but you also had mentioned or like probably in like year three you wanted me to You've wanted me to ask you to marry me for. You, I, well, for a I long asked time. if it was going to happen. What you were thinking about it? Yeah. And you said you were open to it, so. So was I. Okay, good. <laughs> but we, she did say yes. We guys. wanted something different. We knew that from the beginning. She said yes, y'all. Um, you can ask question four. Tara, at what moment did you know it was happening? Uh, when I, when I read the letter, the first one, duh. You didn't think it came from Independent Unicorn? Nope. At all? Nope. Okay. I did good, folks. Yeah, no, didn't, she, Kristen didn't give it away at all. Yeah, no, I knew the moment that I read the first letter that I was, that's why I changed my outfit. Changed her outfit, folks. I thought she'd look good in this nice red dress, and she changed into a black one, but it, it looked really nice. But it, it just, yeah, it was hot. Okay, James, this question's for you. James, why now? I want to hear the internal process. I had to talk to people about it. It was one of those things for me that uh, I felt like, 
again, like I've been saying this whole time, I've realized throughout this whole process that it was never about me. It was about us and the union that we had already made together. Like, you know, we already share credit cards. We already share bank account information. We already, you know, we share a house. We both have like take ownership of the dog and, you know, we're, I don't really know about the cat, but she's around the house somewhere. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like we had already made, I think we had made that choice a long time ago, even like when we were living together, like it was just, this is... Well, that's what they they said, same for Tara. So for me, I think I knew when I quit the job that we met at, when you uh, encouraged that and supported me with that, I knew that 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 was different and that you were actually serious about me, about us, about, because that was my passion. Like Sue started more because of me and and me pushing it. Um, But it was my dream, right? And then you supported it and you encouraged it. And who knows where I would have been if I didn't have that, right? Right. Or where Sue would be. Or where this show would be. Exactly. So Because technically the show is my idea. <laughs> it was, because you like to talk. I do like to talk, but I also wanted somebody to talk with because I didn't want to be the guy just sitting there by myself. I wanted somebody to do it. And then she agreed to do it, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's when I knew. When she agreed to do a podcast with me. That's when you knew? Yeah. That I was the one? You were the one. <laughs> okay, so next question is... Will there be traditional aspects? There has been. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Do you want to share that one? So there has been traditional aspects, but it wasn't necessarily as traditional as traditional goes. So um, in the whole asking of the parentals thing, we had had that discussion. That, asking your daughter's hand in marriage. Or asking the parentals, mom, husband, yeah. or dad, mom, her mom and dad, Right. So asking them if I could take her hand in marriage. Now, I wasn't going to ask and I told Tara that I, I didn't plan on asking because we're, all, we're not traditional and our parents know all about our lifestyle our lifestyle and all about stuff that mm-hmm. we do. So I didn't think it was like technically appropriate to follow traditional norms if we weren't technically a traditional couple. Well, and to be fair, I've expressed this before. I read this article a long time ago about why, and it was written by a woman, why she didn't feel that her partner had to ask her father for her hand in marriage because she wasn't owned and it's not like she was being passed from one to another. She was her own human being. Yes, it would be nice if he was to tell them and let them know and you know tell them in advance, but... Um, certainly not ask for her hand in marriage. See, now that's what I was planning on doing was telling them. So the Saturday before was her niece's um, birthday. Birthday. By the way, we got engaged on 6-9-69. Yes, September. No, sorry. Se- yeah, September 6th. Mm-hmm. So 6-9. Anyways, um, so the weekend before was her niece's birthday. So we were all over at her parents' place. Uh, for the birthday, um, actual birthday, and we were having cooking chicken wings. So I was cooking chicken wings with her father and um, her mom was in the kitchen and her sister while she was downstairs. And while she was downstairs, I told them that I was going to do it on the day. 
And they got really excited and it was awesome. And I just told them then and I thought, okay, perfect. I told them we're good. Then we're outside in the uh, garage uh, cooking the chicken wings and it's just me and Tara's father. And uh, he says, it's really nice that uh, you're going to ask Tara to marry you. And I said, that's awesome. And and then he said, but you still haven't asked yet. (laughs) And I kind of sat back and I was like, huh, how do I handle this? And just a little context, they didn't really like me at first. That's okay. I'm okay with that. But they like me now. Yeah, they do. They but they don't, you. they didn't like me at first. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, so I had technically two options. And again, since it wasn't necessarily like him asking me to ask and then me asking him flat out, are you asking me to ask? And he said, yes. And so I was like, okay. And then I took a pause and then I ended up asking the question. Yeah. And, you know, I could have I could have said no and stuck to my guns. But then again, I realized this is not about me. It's about us. And mm-hmm. if he needed, if he wanted that, why couldn't I give that to him? It didn't, it didn't affect me. Yeah. Didn't hurt me anything. It made me feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but that's okay. That's life sometimes. That's life. But, um, yeah, so there's definitely going to be some traditional aspects and very non-traditional aspects as well. So, yes, like we don't even know. Like, we, there could family might be there, family might not. Yeah, close friends might be there. Yeah, we we don't we don't. We're know. probably going like, to do the honeymoon before. <laughs> opposite. So, yeah, yeah like it's going to be all over the place. But traditional wise, like I like that little story though. Seeing before seeing before the wedding, probably not. Um, seeing her in the wedding dress before, probably not. You'll probably see me in it before. Yeah. Okay. Next question is, did you always want to be engaged? I did laugh out loud. Um, me? Yeah, I guess I always fantasized about that moment that that special someone would, you know, get down on one knee and say, I want to spend my rest of my life with you. What about you? Uh, again, growing up with parents who were divorced, I didn't really necessarily think that. You like, fantasize about it. Well, and often. then looking at actual divorce rates in like the different countries here in Canada and the United States and it's like, you know, they're staggering at like 50% and most of those are because people get it, like if you get divorced once, you're most likely to get divorced twice. Um, but, really? Yeah. Hmm. But that's why the statistics are so high because, you know, people have gone through two, three marriages, right? It's not necessarily the people that, because they don't show up in the statistics, but that are staying together. Um, but anyways, I, I, I like seeing just divorce rates. It never really thought about me about being engaged as being something special. Being married is more, I guess, in a sense, more special. But you have to get engaged first. Yeah. Which kind of led us to this whole episode and <laughs> me having to get the balls to ask her because okay. I, I thought it had to be perfect. No. I th- you did perfect. Yes. So... Okay, this is the last question. It's it's more of a heavier question. What's the worst problem you guys faced while being together? How did you work it out? Hmm. The worst problem. Um, I I okay, so I think like mainly our reoccurring arguments seem to surround um time like time for each other, time for the business, time to make money, 
Uh, and that one, how we navigate that is really just communicating what each of us needs and how much each of us has of what each of us needs. Yeah, and if like you know, if you need a time on your own, then you, we need to set that up so that you have that time. Or if we need more time, yeah, together. Or if yeah. we need more time together, it's like you know, we need to set that time. Like, hey, this is date night. This is when we turn it all off. Let's just go do our thing. Get back to us because you know, like doing fifty radio shows. Like this is it's been a big shift for us. It's and been a big shift. On top of that, I think money, which a lot of couples can probably sympathize with, is. A big thing, and I mean, every day it's just working to- together and realizing that, you know, as a unit, we're trying to create a business and, you know, keep a positive face when it comes to this because what we do is definitely costs a lot of money and we don't make a huge profit from it yet. 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 But <laughs> if you guys do want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted and you can become part of our Patreon membership, which actually helps us get to do more, especially with this show and um, with all of the other distributions. Well, for, for example, and, we're filming this right now. Yeah. So those type of things definitely help, and that helps us with the arguments and the problems that we face right now because it is those are probably the two main things, time and money. And then, But that's every relationship, I feel. I think that we also have streamlined a lot of things. Like we, we set a plan for what needs to get accomplished, and we, yeah. you know, you just check it off we the list as you go. We brainstorm a lot. Like we have a lot of sit down sessions, a lot of dyads at conversations where one is maybe just directing the conversation, and it's like, okay, you know, thank you. And then you have the opportunity to, you know, potentially share that. And so, yeah, that's another way for you guys to support us is through our Patreon membership. Uh, on the other hand, we did want to like touch on because we didn't get really to touch on it is, is the fact that this is our again we did talk about a fiftieth show our one year anniversary one year. of being live on Voice America every week. This has been a huge step for us. I mean, what we started out as is this little blog every once in a while sharing snippets of our life, of our trips, and our feelings and stories navigating non-monogamy to what it's turned into now has been Well, talking with doctors and psychologists and seriously, and and, and not to like, everybody has been uh, absolutely amazing. And the 60 guests that we have had on our show, first off, personally from the both of us, thank you guys so much. You guys have provided our community with like vital information. Wealth of knowledge. Vital information that helps people understand potentially why they may be perceived as different in their circles because they like different things or they like to get spanked or they like to get, you know. Yeah, and we're not always going to be um, the, what is it, the know-it-alls in every single topic. So it's really great that these guests take um, time out of their days to come on to our show too. Uh, not only that, like a lot of guests aren't mentioned on our show. Like I went through the list on Voice America and I think there's 23 we have listed, but the remaining ones were ones that were more anonymous and who, or who didn't have businesses related to the lifestyle. Some of our friends. Yeah, actually. like friends, interviewees that we had from Naughty Nolans, that we had from Young Swingers Week. Um, even desire, like there was tons of couples who were willing to be vulnerable and put themselves out there for others to learn through them. 
Um, oftentimes people hear our stories and what we've been through, which which I'm sure is appreciated, but many times um, it's it's nice to hear it from a real life couple on location too, or a different or a different perspective from like a psychologist or a doctor or yeah. a nurse, yeah, or people who have um, cannabis companies because we're so enthralled with cannabis, um, people who like all of the different people and who incorporating cannabis and sex like fuck those people yes let's do this. And it's just been really exciting to see the responses too that we get from our listeners and to see our listener growth too. Like it's been astounding how many people have been tuning in. Obviously, this is a hot topic. People want to hear more about this. People want this type of information. And I think a lot of times people are just waking up to what sexuality can be. And this is a gateway into exploring that within themselves. So... That's that's pretty exciting because I like seeing the listeners and all yeah, the so, all the different countries tuning yeah. in. So if you guys um, please reach out to us, um, you reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. Um, Tara went through those in the early section, and they're always on our pages and everything. Just look up Sex Uninterrupted pretty much on any platform. You can pretty much find us. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions for topics or a certain guest that you'd like to see us interview. Just reach out to us. Um, it's pretty easy for us to shoot messages to people and uh, ask if they'd like to be on the show. Um, and a lot of times we come up with a lot of our content from ideas from people. Uh, some of our more more popular episodes have been questions that we have received. So if you have um, a really solid question, we can actually navigate making a whole episode about it and bringing in specific people to discuss it to discuss it more. So all you got to do is ask. Um, we definitely listen to our Patreons when they suggest stuff like that. Um, every month we're going to start doing polls to see certain topics versus another topic or guests versus another guest to see who that we should pitch to next or what we should talk about next. Yeah, we really want to continue doing it uh, weekly and we hope to continue growing this so that um, there is just such a vast knowledge. Um, all of the other podcasters out there that are sharing their shit, you guys keep going too. We'll just share our different perspectives and the different angles from everything. Um, but yeah, for us, I think it's just all about uh, getting you guys the information because that's how we started. We didn't really know much information. So now that we're kind of, I don't know, what, six years into non-monogamy? Yeah, since, since we're we started, still learning every still day. Still learning, still growing. Every day. Every day is something different. And definitely the whole engagement thing has changed a lot of that Spark, too. Sparked some also different sort of... Uh, creativity within us, some different things that we could talk about when we're incorporating different things when it comes to our wedding. So Yeah, yeah. So that's about all for this show. Thank you everybody so very much for listening to the end. We also want to thank all of our sponsors that we mentioned in the ads during our show. Please make sure to check them out. Give them a give them a try and and yes, see go if to, it's your thing. Make sure to go to manscaped.com, use the promo code SEXUNINTERRUPTED, and you guys get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag. Again, that's the promo code SEXUNINTERRUPTED, one word. Sex uninterrupted, one word. And next week, you will be able to catch us on 
Voice America Variety Channel at Friday at, what time is it, James? 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. On the Voice America Variety Channel. And until next time, keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed The Sexy Show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Friday at 2 p.m. on the West Coast and 5 p.m. on the East Coast on the Voice America Variety Channel.